1: wherever you get your podcast thanks for listening
0: es
2: audio hello i'm ros russell the editor of the evening standards vaccine for the world project <laughs> Uh-huh. Today, we're joined by Charles Pensulo, a journalist based in the city of Blantyre in Malawi. His reporting focuses on health issues and he's covered the COVID 19 pandemic for several international news outlets. I've
3: traveled to Phoenix in Blantyre, there's literally nobody who has gone there to, to get the job.
2: For us, Charles has followed a mobile COVID-19 vaccination van to find out more from health workers about Malawi's vaccine rollout.
4: Despite us taking the vaccine closer to them, they're still not coming up. A lot of things going on, misinformation, disinformation.
2: Charles, can you tell us where the idea for the vaccination ban came from?
3: The Ministry of Health destroyed some uh, batches of of the vaccine because they had expired. Uh, Now, in September, we were almost about to experience the same situation. Now, what the health uh, personnel did was to go out in the street, into the markets and and they started advertising sort of uh, for the vaccine. So I, I think that's where the idea came from.
4: My name is Chris Sebanda. I work as Health Promotion and Public Relations Officer for Blantyre District Health Office. Today we are here at Shoprite with our mobile van. We have seen that it's working and it's something that we could have started it uh, when we are starting the vaccine. People are coming. Uh, to get the vaccine in our, in our shopping malls, where we are, in the churches, in the communities. And it's not only the van that we are using, we have also uh, used other strategies. For example, we have uh, also used what we are calling a chief who knows how to protect his people. So these chiefs, after being oriented, they are mobilizing people to, go to come for the vaccine and then people are getting va- uh, vaccinated right away in their communities.
2: That was Chrissy, a health worker you met on the scene. How does the van work?
3: So these vans, they contain the health workers. They have the doses of the vaccine, and then they go out into locations, into markets, uh, into the streets, and then they call on the people to come forward it's been uh, significantly been successful.
2: and why was this initiative so important in malawi
3: in malawi it's difficult for people to go to the clinics firstly because the distance itself are, are, are quite long and then a lot of people the business that they do are food to mouth so, to say. so they really do not have time to go out and, and get vaccinated.
2: Many African countries have had trouble encouraging people to get vaccinated. Can you tell us why?
3: Some of the recipients say that they did not have the right information. So they were told, you know, this this vaccine is coming there to depopulate Africa. When to get the vaccine, you're going to be infertile. Others have been told that, you know, if you get the vaccine, you're going to get sick or even die. I mean, there there, there are a lot of myths that the people have have heard or through social media or through the the word or the mouth.
2: How hard has it been to know just how bad COVID-19 has affected the country?
3: The fact that we don't have uh, that capacity to taste everybody to do the taste and trace, you find that it's very difficult to actually know how many people have been infected uh, with the virus. Uh, other people get it and, and then they they recover from it without actually knowing. We've seen people using some helps to treat themselves, but, but that's because they were able to feel or to experience the signs and the symptoms of COVID-19. So there are people, uh, I've gone out into the streets and, and talked to the people and then they tell me like, you know what, I do believe that I got COVID 19, but it's actually difficult for the people here to go to the clinics and, and have themselves tested. They would rather uh, use herbs or some traditional means uh, to actually help themselves than, than going to the clinics.
2: How do you think COVID 19 is going to affect Malawi next year?
3: It doesn't look good because if the numbers are going to rise, we, we are almost on the edge of fourth wave right now. That is going to disrupt a lot of small-scale businesses. Previously, uh, when we had a large number of COVID-19 cases in the country, a lot of people were affected. People who sell secondhand clothes were really, really affected. So I think there's a need for the international world. A country like Malawi, the, the health system itself is fragile, uh, there's a need to have as much support as, as possible in terms of the doses of the vaccine and in terms of uh, the capacity to give out information uh, to the people, especially those who live in a remote area.
2: Let's go to the ads. We'll be back with Charles in just a moment. Why not hit follow in the meantime?
0: That's O-S-E-A, Malibu.com,
1: code GLOW. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season, when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham.
2: Where do you expect the supplies to come from next year?
3: Most of the supplies have come from the US, India, and the of course African Union through the Covax. But then I say that they have they have the intention to procure some some vaccines. I'm not so much sure where where they are with those plans, but definitely most of the doses have come largely through donations from both the organisations and and, and and other countries in the West.
2: And what are the government's targets for vaccinating the population?
3: The government says they would like to vaccinate about 4 million people by next year, which is quite ambitious because uh, if you are looking at the numbers now, only about one point four million people vaccinated. So I think it's not only about the willingness of the people to come forward for the vaccine, but it's also about the access and the presence of the doses.
2: Has the Malawian government been positive about the rollout of the vaccine?
3: Malawi has, has really tried uh, to reach out to the people with the information and with the vaccine I think Malawi can be considered as one of the role models, but I think the question should be whether the country is going to have the volume to actually vaccinate uh, as many people as possible. Uh, The ability to take the vaccine to the people, uh, there has to be that willingness to, to, to purchase or indeed to procure as much doses as possible. But really, in terms of getting out the information to the people. And in terms of uh, uh taking the vaccine, we've seen the Minister of Health uh uh you know transporting the vaccine to islands. Uh we've seen the Minister of Health setting up some tents in the locations, you know, giving out information in the radio, uh televisions, and, and social media, and, and and you know the Minister of Health is very, very quick to update the nation well, what is going on uh, in as far as uh, COVID-19 is concerned so largely I think the government has been very successive.
2: That was Charles Pensulo, a journalist on the scene in Malawi. Tomorrow we'll be speaking to Professor Mike Tildesley an expert on the mathematical modelling of infectious diseases at the University of Warwick. He's a member of the Scientific Pandemic Influenza Modelling Group, known as SPI-M, which advises the UK government and provides forecasts on the pandemic.
1: We really do need to work to get more vaccines out to lower and middle-income countries around the world and to support not just them, but of course the global um, strategy to ultimately get disease freedom from Covid.
2: Join us tomorrow from 1pm and in the meantime, take a look at Vaccine for the World on standard.co.uk where you'll find more stories of how the world is tackling COVID-19. Look for it under the Optimist section. I'm Ros Russell. See you tomorrow.